Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome. I did steal that line from Dom. But welcome to Let's Join Out uh, this week. I don't even know what day it is. 26th of April or something? 27th, 27th close 27th. enough. <laughs> I've lost a day somewhere. Where has time gone? <laughs> this week we're joined by Tony Tonstar. Bonjour. We've got NJ who's back in the house after a little break. Welcome, Hello. 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 Uh, we have someone lurking in the background, I think, at the moment. Andrew, who hopefully we'll Good be talking evening. about. Hello, we'll get to you shortly. And a show who man, a man who has another show out there on YouTube, uh, Carlos from the Carlito Show. Uh, hello. <laughs> Fresh up. How you doing, Carlos? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. I know, it's a pleasure to have you on, actually. He's a fellow YouTuber. Because we were just saying before the show, we did start off as an original radio show. Yeah. Uh, migrated to do this weekly, uh, every week. So, yeah, it's good to have you on. How long have you been uh, having? Because you, you do a show now two days a week, I believe. Uh, even more. Three. Well, I have the, the Carlito show, which is like whatever craziness I can I can think of for the uh, dog video. Yeah. Whatever it goes. <laughs> whatever happens. And then I have the uh, like shut up and fly because a lot of people were like, oh, I don't want to see you talk. And other people were like, oh, no, I, I, I want to see you talk. So trying to to uh, get everyone happy, I made like um, a kind of playlist, which is like shut up and fly, which is just just me flying. Because <laughs> the guy actually told me like shut up and fly. So I mean that's, that's a lot of shows. Then that's a lot of content. You have a job as well, I'm presuming. So yeah, job as well. And then I have a live stream on um, on uh, Saturdays. And reviews every now and again. Yeah, it's too many videos, man. <laughs> I, I I had like one video, and now it's like uh, three or four. Okay. I mean, we, we have our own engineer here, who's a very good content producer. You know, always putting regular content on the public stuff. And uh, I try. It's tricky. It's tricky, you know, to keep up with and keep people interested. But uh, still, it's good. Yeah. How's that um, Revo build going? Um, that happening yet? Who me? Yeah. Um, it's it's in a long line of other drones that are currently <laughs> awaiting building. I have at least three others. That the one that's pressing at the minute, I have to get the new uh, Beast Stretched X um, uh, built up. So I'm just waiting on some Emacs whites to arrive for that. Um, and then once I've built that up and uh, done my review on it, then I will be focusing a little more on getting that Revo racer together. I've been looking at some very interesting, um, some very interesting aerodynamic uh, research, um, which leads me to think possibly differently about some of the aerodynamic decisions made on quadcopters. Some uh, fluid dynamics um, papers and bits that I've been looking at, which, yeah, I'll. I'll I'll get wow. to it when I've done some more reading, that but it's, sounds it's heavy. It's, yeah, it was, it's made me go cross-eyed very, very many times. But um, can, you, can you put on spectacles and have a stick, maybe <laughs> explaining it on a blackboard, and you can point to different things we might not understand, but yeah, yeah don't, don't, don't worry, I, I don't fully understand them either because they get very, 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 very complicated. But it's um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see uh, to see the airflow behavior around certain shapes and. Uh, understanding the boundary layer because um, air is very sticky, it's viscous, like uh, like there's a fluid, mm. um, and how mm. uh, laminar airflow moves around 
low pressure objects and separates from the boundary layer and creates all these vortices and wake and yeah it's interesting so i've been been looking quite heavily into into more of this i understand a little bit of it anyway but i've, I've been doing a bit more in-depth reading so yeah I'll, I'll get back to that when i've got a less boring long-winded version of it all this is born on the whole fact of the revo then and the aerodynamics of that and is that um, it's 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 I'll, I could certainly highlight things on that and on, especially on other quadcopters. Um, very, uh, very interesting in terms of. I mean, that so much of quadcopters is just anti-good airflow anyway, and it's it's just a, a giant. It's just forcing its way through the air. So there's there's not a lot aerodynamic about a quadcopter, no matter what you do with it, really. Um, but there are certain elements that could be put into designs that I think could make things perhaps and uh, I mean the biggest focus really is 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 prop design will help them the most um, but there is a reason why you can put a, a 1300 milliamp 4s battery on a wing and fly it for 40 minutes and why you can put it on one of our quadcopters and get two minutes out of it um, and uh, aerodynamics plays a big part in that so yeah it's, it's very I find it all absolutely fascinating Okay, well, maybe we'll have to have a, a little science spot once you've condensed it down to layman's terms that we might all understand. Yes. Oh, or maybe, Carlos, you know what? You need a science show now to cater for people like NJ. Oh there are people God. like <laughs> that get the to the really nuts and bolts of everything of the, the flying stuff. So, yeah. Why use uh, uh, aluminium screws instead of uh, metal screws? Because uh, two grams. I'm, I'm a bit of more of a realistic and I, I break things like there's no tomorrow, and sometimes I can fix it in the field with a stick. So based on that concept, my, my science is like uh, more practical than actually knowing what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Bill crash fly repeat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you, I believe you've been to the UKDS, which that car, that environment itself, you have to tell us about it, but that doesn't look very for, forgiving for quads. If you crash, you're going to yeah, break it when you're racing around. Yeah, and uh, especially on a race, when you're on a race, yeah, um, and you crash, you kind of don't care even about the condition of the quad. Like if you broke a prop, even like half a prop, in a normal day, you wouldn't keep flying. But if you're in a race, you'll try anything to get uh, an extra lap, like no matter how bad that's going to be for your quad. So uh, how, long, okay, how long have you been racing for now then? Because I, I, I know you've been at the Nationals and I know you've done a few other events and, and it's for quite some time now, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, two years now. Wow. If I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, Tony, you've been how long now as a comparison? Two years as well, but I haven't done any, um, any proper races yet. I've just been mucking about with my mates, basically. We've done no real racing, as it were. Until we go to the mini air show next weekend. No, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you signed up for a team then, uh, Carlos. Or are you doing any racing there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've signed up for a team and the uh, like individual events, freestyle. And wow. um, there was another one. I don't remember. Are you going as Carlos? Well, I'm sure Andrew could tell us in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you going as Carlos, Carlito, or Borat, or. or uh, one of your characters or but, all of them. Yeah, one of my many characters. I, if, if anyone hasn't actually, doesn't actually know Carlos, actually, um, 
it's usually quite interesting to see persona of the day, whatever he dresses up as. I mean, it's everything from Ali G to a big flight suit with a helmet and everything, isn't it? I mean, there's, it's, it's yeah, really yeah. quite fun to see. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but we actually- It was just- yeah, It was interesting to find out that you were at the first ever uh, International Drone Day event, which is the min first mini air show down at, um, yeah. yeah, the school. It was just at the school and it was blisteringly cold conditions. But I mean, it was, um, there was one one quad that stood out from everyone else's, and it, it was a little quad. I can't remember what it was, but it had a little Cartman on top of it, uh, Eric Cartman. And uh, yeah, it yeah. turns out it was yours. I only just found that out tonight. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, had a, I, I thought it was funny to make a sign that said, um, screw you guys, uh, I'm going drone. <laughs> <laughs> so it well, was helping, I mean, that, like a little sign on it. Cartman was helping a little sign that said that. I, I think it was still on there. I don't know if I, I think I tried to snap a few pictures of it, but well, that was that was year one. Year two, the, one of the highlights of that whole weekend was you uh, up there with the mayoress or the mayoress of uh, Brighton and Hove, fist bumping as Ali G, the mayoress. <laughs> it was such a brilliant moment. That was, <laughs> that was, that that was, that was a second. I yeah, was, um, yeah. I had I had the outfit in the in my backpack. And I was like, uh, should I should I take it out for the freestyle? But then things were um, you know moving so fast that I just didn't have time. So I just went for the freestyle. Um, and then it turned out I won. So I was like, no, this is too good. I have to I have to take the outfit out and go as LEG to beat the mayor. I I honestly didn't know I was going to beat the mayor. And then when I got there, like, oh, it's the mayor. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> And she was so funny because I'm guessing she understood because she like, held my hand like this, like uh, like uh, they did to Ali G in the movie. I'm not gonna go to do what you do, but I'll acknowledge your uh, fist bump. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, there's no pressure for this year then. I mean, this is the third year on now. Then. Any uh, uh, third, yeah. <laughs> you can go and concentrate on racing actually, because one thing I always remember is um, the nationals and how much actually nerves and stuff can play on your. Uh, Ability yeah, to control blood. Have you got any tips for people that are coming up to those sort of nerves for the first time this year, maybe even at this, this point? Uh, practice as much as you can. I, a lot of people told me a lot of weird things. From yeah. Drinking to taking drugs to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to yeah. other bad things. Don't do any of those. Just uh, relax. You can, you can, so this is basically the fight or flight instinct that your body has. Mm. expels massive amounts of adrenaline and uh, basically there's nothing you can do about it unless you, you train for it and the more you get exposed the better you will um, you'll be at managing this this feeling but yeah uh, listening to music seems to help a lot because obviously you want to get as abstract to your surroundings as possible mm. um, and um, breathing helps a lot. So there's a, I've even tested like combat uh, uh, type breathing to uh, uh, get rid of the uh, adrenaline faster. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, but it, 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 it comes down to you're more and more exposed to these races and at some point you'll... Uh, yeah, so really, it's a really, um, really interesting thing that because, uh, you know, I, I've, 
always been a big freestyler and I don't really do the racing thing, but I, in my, the last video I uploaded, uh, we went and set up a track and had a go. And the first thing I found out, because I've not really been exposed to that, which is something you're exposed to an awful lot, was that my legs started to like go. I could feel my legs going. I'm like, right, this is why everyone sits down when they race. Because yeah. as soon as the adrenaline kicks in and you're trying to beat your lap times, it's like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've no control of, like, I call it Elvis yeah. leg. Um, yeah, literally, uh -huh. just your whole body starts going, Christ, what is this? So yeah, I, I, I can see that's that's something, that's a big part of the, the racing thing is learning to control your, your adrenaline and, and yeah. I get it. Yeah. And, and you can expose yourself to situations like this, even on freestyle. Like, for example, if I go and freestyle in a place that I haven't been before, and it's kind of uh, like uh, dangerous for the quad, so uh, mm. a place that I possibly might lose the I will, exactly, like over water or somewhere that you're just not confident, like a, a huge tower in the middle of nowhere. Um, I, you kind of feel the same, and you start, you know, your hands start shaking, and you, you can even hear the props. Shaking from the quad because this is your... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just exposing yourself more and more to the situations until uh, your body learns that you're not yeah. gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting actually. Is this gonna be your first official race then, if you manage to make it down to the show, Neil? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I definitely need to get some more some more practice in and experiment with. Uh, the setup a bit, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm up for trying, see how I do, just as much as Tony's been up for doing some freestyle, I can't be a hypocrite, I have to give the racing a go. I would so, say, okay, I'll my try. experience, <laughs> from last year, which is the drone show, was my first ever race, official race, um, and actually flying around on 25 around hills and all these other things, swamping the frequencies and all sorts of just general, not the best, you know, I didn't even have the best receiver set up. Learning to fly through static and fly that way is probably also a bit of training that I want to do before next week because we can have our perfect setups in our flat fields with no other interference, no hills yeah. um, on whatever power that was set, which is officially 25 and always 25. Um, yeah. But, but so. races today have really improved more. Like, uh, for example, I've been racing on uh, UKDS, as you uh, mentioned earlier, and uh, you think because it's indoor, uh, and uh, there's a lot of concrete through, it's going to be terrible, and a lot of metal structures through is going to be terrible. But actually, no, it's most of most people have perfect signal because today also there's new uh, uh, components that help. Hmm. Yeah, new, the newer VTX things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen a few of the just the straight FPV feeds from there. And okay, there's glitches as you expect, but it's yeah, yeah. viable. Yeah. is the biggest sinner in those environments, but um, but you could protect that against on the walls, couldn't you? You could have dampening materials on the walls if you did it properly. That absorb yeah, yeah. radio. So, how many times you've been there, and what's your, your do you want to give a mini review then? How you found it? Two. Because we've got one to go. So. Yeah, I mean, for for a place that you can just like, uh, not talking about the the I series race days, because it's mm -hmm. an open open yeah place. yeah. That you can do at any any time you want. It's pretty it's pretty big. Is the first thing that you that you notice. Um, the race course is quite tight, so you, you you're gonna need a few practice laps in order to get them um, to get the the, the gist the of the courses. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, a big space for the pilots. It's not like 
know, most races where I don't know if you guys been to to many races. Well, probably Tony has. But whenever the pilots get there, you have like this tiny little space to set your quad, and then you have like massive amounts of people just laying everything about. And here, at least, they have enough space that you can sit comfortably in a table without uh, having. And do they have things like sorting irons, or if you need to make repairs, there's obviously bench space. But do they have the tools there, uh... or? I'm not quite sure because whenever I go there for a race, I just bring my own stuff. So I never bother to look, but I think probably they might have something like that. Yeah. They even have simulators on site that you can, uh, if you want, you can go and practice the, uh, the course. Well, uh, so they, uh, I think it's Rotor Rush. That's okay. the simulator company. And they do the exact track that you're going to race in the I-Series. And they release it like a few days before the actual race. So that helps a lot. Like if you're a pilot, that's definitely one of the things that you should uh, uh, that you should do, like practice the, the, the track on the simulator just before you go uh, flying. So, you know, that's a really good point. I think that's, that's probably the one thing that always, when I look at the indoor events, especially where you have these tall, like upper and lower gates, and you do half the circuit up on the upper side, and then you come down the lower side, I'm watching I can watch five or six laps and still not understand the circuit oh. um, so <laughs> I think that's the thing isn't it it's like I think these organizations when they organize these events really need if they can like a couple of days before to get something to the pilots to make the race more fluid and successful with people not going off track trying yeah. to learn it but that's that's something very interesting you know because um, if I'm racing like if you set me on the track and I'm racing the track it's pretty, I, I can understand how the track flows um, quite fast. But if mm -hmm. I'm watching someone fly the track, just especially on YouTube, like sometimes you see those uh, guys flying the track, I'm like, how does this guy know where the hell he's going? And people have said the exact same thing on my videos. Like for me, I'm doing like the, the track feels natural and fluid to me. But when I watch it on YouTube afterwards, it's like, Jesus Christ, how, how do you even know? <laughs> That is interesting. Yeah, I wonder how the psychology of that works. <laughs> yeah, so when you're racing, it's much easier to understand how the track um, goes rather than just watching someone else race. Maybe that's when you're in the zone. Yeah, you've actually, exactly. you committed that to your mental function, have you? Now, that's when you lose the, the point of your legs, maybe, in a race. I don't know. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a, a question from... Uh, Special case. If anyone's going to Portugal for the uh, the Yaria race in June, I'm actually I don't know if the viewers know, but I'm I'm actually from Portugal. No. And the, does that mean you're going? Uh, I know the organizer because I've been there for okay. a race before, and he keeps messaging me yeah. to to go. So I, I might go to Portugal to uh, to race there. So I'll definitely make it. That'd be interesting. I've seen quite a few videos from Portugal because uh, Bruno, I think, is from there. Yeah, Bruno is. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes back quite a lot, I think. Yeah. In fact, you two had the. Who won that competition? Who won? Oh, Bruno. Bruno. Oh. <laughs> Did you get a runner up? I went easy. Yeah, well, there's only two. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you need to. He's good at flying, though, isn't he? Yeah, tip it yeah, the other way and now make him do a race. Uh, no, no, yeah. no. I'm. I'm you know, I've been training more and more freestyle, <laughs> and the objective. So the objective for that uh, for that challenge was obviously to promote 
uh, each other's channels. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, you know, YouTube is all about collaboration. So if you just do your own videos and you stay on your own corner of the world, you're not going to be able to to grow much. But yeah. if you start collaborating with other people, and I thought that uh, the type of like challenge was a, a good way to um, to uh, uh, yeah, like promote. The collaborate, yeah. No, I, it was good actually, and it's interesting when you can link to two different YouTube channels because that, usually it's a related video that links you off to something else. So if yeah, it's flying, yeah. one, it could be a random person around the world that does a flying thing. But at least if it's tailored linked, yeah. YouTube does show more content based on that from the association. So, yeah. but I, I want to challenge Angie for sure. You know, it's, it's quite interesting actually. Everyone that's spoken so far on tonight's show has a YouTube channel, has probably had a YouTube channel longer than they've even done the show and things like that, and probably yeah. maybe even longer than they've been flying. But Andrew, I, I don't know. Do you have a YouTube channel, Andrew? Are you still there? I do. I, 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 I sub to Andrew. He releases one one video a year. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Just after the drone, the, the uh, mini air show, is that right? Uh, no. Pretty much I do it when I've done something new and have a video. Um, but yeah, I don't get a okay, lot of flying, so I don't spend a lot of time editing either. Um, so I haven't. I did like when I went over to France, I did a video. Um, when I've done some whooping over winter, I did a video of stuff from that. But yeah, I just think I don't have a, a fancy GoPro or anything. So I don't have any fancy video, so I don't bother editing a lot. And actually, let's um, be fair, you're so busy doing so many other things anyway, I'm surprised you even have any time to <laughs> Yeah, it is. I, like Saturday, I managed to fly around a gate for the first time this year. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> around a gate or through a gate, just to be clear? Well, through, through a oh, gate. Through a gate. <laughs> I spent like three hours flying. First hour, I was just smashing into gates. And then I managed to actually relearn to how to fly through a gate again. And gradually got smaller and smaller gates. Well, it, maybe uh, maybe you could try some breathing exercise and stuff, and maybe that'll help yeah, you. Don't yeah. Know, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think actually I just need to fix one of my because I was going back to one of my old, old, old quads that has no power, and so you kind of if you slightly ease off the throttle, it just nose dives into the ground. So, that, uh, so keeping a, a straight and level through a gate is quite hard on that one. Well, actually, ones. a little while ago, we joked about having some uh, techniques to help Tony in his race circuit this year, didn't we, Tony? Um, I think we're going to do waterboarding to Zen meditation and all sorts of things, yoga, who knows? Anything goes. Um, well, I think that'd be like a fear for your life. You might actually race even better. I'm, I'm planning all these different ideas. Yeah, foot, foot massage while you're racing. But <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's mental preparation for these races more than actually. Uh, music. The, the, music. Yeah, music. Okay, this is top tips. Actually, are you racing next week, Andrew? No, I will not be racing. Will you get I'll to fly it all next week? Maybe you could open the proceedings. I'm. I'm sure I will bring quads down, and I will find some time to fly them at some point. But I'm not going to be taking part in the racing, uh, just because we need too many people to be doing other things, and everyone obviously wants to race. And anyway, I, you know. That's if I can true. barely do a gate, then I'm just going to be a waste of time. Um, um, so, you know what? I, a few weeks ago, it felt like it was so close, but I didn't get excited. But it's like just over a week away now. 
I'm getting yes. very excited. Well, what's been week. happening? It's next week, next weekend, yeah. Yeah, it's slightly terrifying. I'm sure it will be brilliant on the day, but you know, it's like last minute, loads of things. So, so is uh, there was a call for new volunteers? Do you still need any volunteers for? Uh, yeah, if anyone can spend time on the Friday next week, Friday, if you can come down and give us a hand setting up the course and that kind of stuff, we would be very grateful. If um, anyone's got time you know can spend some time i'm sure people will be around but helping on the actual event well i'm sure we'll need hands running things about and stuff but you know that well, would be very grateful you. So, thank you day. tony yeah and andrew who's, who's designed the track have interest uh so rotor racing have designed the track right uh, Are they open to uh well they they haven't Drawing it no, to scale at the moment. So <laughs> I think it will be a case of if you come down and help build the track, then you probably have a fair influence on exactly how big bit, different bits of it are going to be. And you also let's make it massive <laughs> as many times as you want. <laughs> make it, you can fly it with a wig as well. <laughs> yeah. No, don't. It's, I'm sure it's a headache enough, actually. Um, so, is there any more spots for? There's no more spots for the team registration is that right uh, I haven't checked it recently oh, right. there was still two spaces two team oh, okay. spaces I think but it might have changed since then I haven't looked in a while um, I've seen people are still signing up um, and buying tickets and stuff so I imagine there's another at least another two teams on the way uh, or at least one team on the way so awesome there's probably still one team space out there if anyone still wants to get in on on the team racing. Otherwise, it's still the freestyle. There's still uh, be solo racing while the freestyle's going on. Um, there'll be the whooping in the barn. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The cars will be well on that straight away. <laughs> um, fingers crossed. Uh, Velocidrone will get there. Um, they'll be hopefully pushing out something so that we can get some uh, simulators going on site. Um, we've we've been pushing them and nudging them, and, and Fraser's been offering his his knowledge of all things back end simulatory. I don't know. It's beyond me, but apparently there's a good chance that we'll have Velocidrone simulators. Great, excellent. How is and, Fraser? Uh, yeah, so Fra Fraser's doing all right. He's absolutely championing on. We've been like, if you need, you know, do you want to like maybe like stop? And he's like, no, I can do this. So uh, okay. I thought the always the term of putting on a show, which is essentially what it is, mini air show, was break a leg. But he's sort of broken his shoulders, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Fraser, if you're listening in, or even if you're not, I hope you're getting well soon. Yeah, please do. Out. Yeah, look after yourself. Well-being, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, it, no, it's it should be a good event. So let's hope the weather holds off for it. But even yeah, if it I doesn't, a few days ago, and it said it was going to be like 18, 20 degrees, bright sunshine, and then and I it still like, is. Yeah. yeah. Just leave it. That, yeah. That's all we need to I'm know. Not looking that. again. I don't. No, know no, no. You didn't tell me anything differently. It's going to be fine. 
Carlos, are you bringing your um any night flying stuff like you did to um? I can, Austin? yeah. Oh, please. You, 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 yeah. you flew uh, a, a wing. Um, oh, that was really good, uh, yeah. At Sumner's, yeah. The, the night wing going yeah, off that's, and uh, that's exploring the, the, what was it, like kites in the distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, I can bring something, for sure. I'm Just thinking about, I've got cold, given uh, it. Sorry. Just get super cold at night, like uh, when you're flying, you start freezing. Maybe I can fly yeah. from the tent. Maybe fly near next to one of those gas uh, torch heaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, that's the pilot circle <laughs> directly. And only if you're flying or due to fly can you go in that circle. Yeah, good. Another good yeah, reason for us to build a track with fire gates. Yeah, well, that's the. <laughs> Just pour petrol oh, over yeah. the gates. I think yeah. that's yeah. that's for a summer event. That might be for a summer event. But you know, yeah. some plan. Let's do an LDI one. A night course. A night course. Like a night track. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, I mean, I LEDs think, are possible. It's not, it's not. You don't even need LEDs for the gates. There's something that always people people always think like they go through the um, hardest route, which is like oh LEDs over everything. You kind of just need little bits of LEDs in the track and a little torch pointed at the gate. That's it. Oh, yeah, to, to light it up, yeah. yeah. Well, you light up. And you kind of just need it oh, on one side because the other side won't. Ah. Does, it, do, 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 uh, the dog, does the dog go as well through the night gates as what it does during the day gate? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. The dog is relentless. He, won't, he loves the quads he, and he knows what it is. Like when we're flying on the uh, on the field, and uh, like the, the is the dog walker that comes with a ton of dogs. Yeah. That dog gets free from his leash and just runs to us and sits and watches us until. And if I like <laughs> grab a quad, he's like, ah, ah, go for it, go for it, go for it. And if if I put the quad down, he's like, ah. and then he starts looking at the at Rex, which is uh, Rex uh, often flies with me. Until one of us goes up in the air, and then he just like runs like mental. Back and forth in the um, in the field that we're flying, like shouting at the uh, at the drone, and the dog walker comes by and is like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I told the owner to buy a drone because he loves it. He just goes uh, goes crazy I mean, over it." And then when we land, when we land, it kind of just sits, and the uh, the dog, the, the like the the person that's taking the dogs for walking, is trying to get him, and he doesn't want to. He's just like runs away, like always looking at us, like just waiting. Go, go, go. <laughs> that's cool it's funny isn't it some dogs uh i'm sure we all know this that some dogs have absolutely no interest in the drones and others just love it you know just <laughs> won't relentlessly chase it for the full three minutes yeah. dog exercising yeah <laughs> i'd like you know, the ones that don't like though don't don't have a fuss about them because <laughs> it means that they so um carlos let me ask you this yeah. what what is your what's your current build what any any new favorite things you've added to it recently or have you been running the same build for a while my build i don't know if i can show this uh <laughs> <laughs> it's the pile there there wow that's a, a a drone pile <laughs> uh there's Not more great. laying around the pile that's uh, good no no that's just the pile yeah where's the graveyard uh, 
the graveyard. Well, I kind of have like a couple here on the side to rebuild, but there's a, a few drawers that uh, that are the graveyard where what, all what's your, to die. What's your favorite? Um, you got a favorite flight controller or ESC motor? Anything that you well, think always goes in your builds? You've noticed, or does it change a lot? Uh, yes. Well, lately I've been using the Betaflight F3. Just because, uh, uh, so I'm a big user for uh, TBS um, Unify, and you can connect the uh, Betaflight F3 um, flight controller mm -hmm. directly to, um, the Unify. To, to, to the Unify and just change the channels through, through SD. Yeah, smart audio. Yeah, it's very useful for that. Yeah. And it's nice and low profile, that board. Yeah, yeah, and it's it has a PDB included, so all my race squads now have that. Because it gets easier yeah. to change during the race. Excellent. Yeah, oh, I must man. give one of those a go. I think I might be putting that into one of these quads that's being built and try it out. But I, I have a I have a big problem. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to admit it online. That's the first step, right? <laughs> yeah. But there's a few things that have been announced, but not your problem. So please, please. Oh well, my problem is I I have too many quads, and I always build I never I build two of each always like whatever it is, like two two uh, micro quads, two um, night quads, two uh, uh, F, uh, sorry uh, freestyle quads, two racing quads, two every everything has to be twos, because I found so that means that everything. Something is always needs repair, needs to be repaired. Yes, yeah, yeah. philosophy. You, you, know, you know, there is someone that shares your same philosophy. His name's Clinton, but hopefully he's got that. <laughs> like Clinton, Clinton's like three or four of every quad, isn't it? Well, no, that's because he replaces a couple. <laughs> it ends up three or four total costs. But no, I, I guess when you're buying parts, I think fair enough. A frame and a build, do you actually build two whole ones or do you just buy the bits to build a whole? Yeah. No, two whole quads, yeah. You build two whole I think it really makes sense for racing, though, doesn't it? Because yeah, the racing will be downtime you can't afford. You know, you want to plug in the next one and go. So, I yeah. would say for freestyle events if we had freestyle events. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no, I have two freestyles as well, yes. Yeah. Two freestyles. There any, is there any, I, have, I have three. Is there any drag racing at the mini air show? Uh, uh, we haven't planned anything, but I'm sure the could be on the Sunday as in yeah. I think I think you can uh, in fact Martin from fossil stuff has a speed camera doesn't he maybe arrange something for the Sunday meant yeah. the possible by the speed camera or he has a speed stuff. so actually yeah, speed gun that's it uh, Clint has contacted me for this exact uh, thing oh you got one because yeah I have I have one and mine is uh, rigged because <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's very important because why don't you want to do a drag race? Because you have to stand there and have drones flying at you at high speed, and that's not good. Who wants to be like, oh my god, please don't kill me. <laughs> so I, I tied a servo to my uh, speed gun, and I can just like remotely uh, beep. Well, maybe we should bring your one then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, so what we Clinton should do? Asked me to if if I could bring it, but then he didn't. Um, didn't ask me 
what we should do is, is in that case, use your servo triggered speed gun, put it on a giant inflatable doll, but its head is a big gate, and you have to fly straight through the head of this giant <laughs> doll with the speed gun. Yeah, I've got it all tossed out in my head. Yeah, It'll be brilliant. You don't want to do that. <laughs> Dude, I was I was testing. So I, uh, I like to test a lot of things. And uh, the latest thing I was testing was uh, how fast do your quads really go? And okay. it was uh, it was incredible, really. I got really uh, different results, like something like this. This is a four inch quad, right? Hmm. And it has uh, uh, silly motors from uh, E-Motors at 2,500 kV, but it's only at 1806. And it runs only four inch. Now, how, how fast do you think something like this could go? Um, what KV is it doing and how much does it weigh? 2,500 and it weighs 200 grams, but it, it does four inch. Um, yeah, I mean, they can scream, can't What KV? I what KV? 2,500. 2,500. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 88 miles an hour, and then it disappeared. <laughs> In a trail of fire. Yeah. Trail of fire. Oh, no, it deafened everything and shattered windows as it screamed, and yeah. it just obliterated. Uh, it actually doesn't scream that much, but I was no? I was uh, curious to find out that this goes faster than my racing quad. So this, this little thing goes huh. at 92 miles an hour. Consecutively, wow. not just once, 92 miles an hour. Well, there'll be a high power to weight on something like that, and there'll also be less drag, um, yep. being slightly smaller and smaller props. The props create a lot of uh, drag vortices, so that's probably a lot to do with it. But maybe that's the future of the fast races go for the small four inch. And but then this, this ultimately brings back the, the class size, you know, the size of the class that you're flying in, because a gate at that size is much easier. You can scream towards it and turn much later, which, so yeah. You're 92, have you ever been, have you ever flown at, at those speeds? No, I'm just, just saying. But you're holding on for your life, you know, there's a gate. You're like, oh, gate by, there was a gate there, I think I saw it. I'm not quite sure. It's you know, just Sean straight. He's just yeah. flown a, a three inch very, very fast and beat most five inch bots. Yeah. Yes, yeah, entirely possible. I mean, my, the 130 I have, uh, I can, it's not as if the, the lap times on that are miles behind the five inch quads. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, there probably does need to be some, some real class separation because they all have their pros and cons that make them unique enough. Uh, to stay within their own class, but um, yeah, it'd be good to see that. You, you're going to bring that with you uh, uh, to the show, Carlos. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can bring one. And I have, I have an even uh, uh, one with even sillier motors, like a uh, 2205 motors, <laughs> four inch. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and that one did 98 miles an hour. Nice. It weighs like 230 grams, which is silly for a quad. Paperweight. They're, they're saying 250. They're saying 250 is the best weight. Three inch with 41,000 kV, uh, 850 milliamp hour porous battery is the new king. I, I, that 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 is the one that sold me exactly that specification, Tony. And I've I've I kind of just didn't even care about 130s to, to the point where I was I was sent a 130 this was 
probably back in November I was sent one and it kind of sat on the shelf and I kept thinking oh I've got to review it I've got to get around to doing it because it's been sent over for me to look at and I just left it because I thought it was going to be pretty rubbish and it I still to this day it is the most fun flying machine and I mean fun you know it's not the fastest it's not the most powerful but it is so much fun and you can freestyle in the tiniest gaps and have such a blast with it and it handles great so yeah 130s can I think they're really coming into their own you know when you were building that that night and bending the wires around the arms because they wouldn't fit in a certain way and just I never thought it'd actually be a, a stayer for you no, it's such a pig to build because they're just so tiny to, to work on. But um, but because they're that bit lighter and there's such a small amount of inertia in the quad when it hits stuff, like nothing breaks. Props don't break. Uh, the antenna doesn't break. Nothing. It just sort of bounces off whatever it hits and then you just pick it up and fly again. So there's an argument, I think, for everyone to own a 130. Like I, I can't explain it until you get one, build it and fly it, and then you'll come back and say, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a total fun machine. It's also like there's a dead tree local to where we fly, and it's on its side, so there's lots of gaps and things to fly through. And you can do it with a bigger one, but you can't be as adventurous, and also you don't want to break as much. So actually, they truly have their... Yeah, and the other thing I think as well that's good about the 130s, um, like the, the one that I've been playing with, is because they don't quite have the same bottom end grunt that a five inch propeller will have, you have to be a lot a lot better with your throttle management and that's a really good thing to learn as a pilot anyway, so when you're coming out the bottom of power loops you can't just brute force your way out of it because you won't have the, the, the prop size just won't give you the grunt no matter how much KV you're running. It, it, it just it will sink so you really have to smooth out and work on your throttle maneuvers and it makes you a better pilot i think and it, you know there's a lot of lot of pluses to it um yeah big fan that's i've got some nice little quads coming out have you seen any of them they have. Okay. i've seen nj's thing they look sweet have you built yours yet Enjoy. I'm waiting on uh, Mr. Idrone there to uh, uh, send me over a couple of uh, delicious tornado motors um, and when they arrive I'll do a build video on the 136R um, and John, uh, one of the Atto designers, has done, um, he's done a great job with that quad, it's super light and the videos that he's put up of his build is making me even more excited to build this thing and, and get it going so uh, yeah hopefully fairly soon um, I'll do a build video and then lots of flight footage on the, uh, um, oh, there you go, Neil's just said, leaving tomorrow, mate. No, I'm even more excited. But, um, yeah, great great little frame. Uh, what was you going to show us, Carlos? Uh, I've been flying this. So this is um, an Aurora 90. Uh, I just lost the motor. Believe it or not, this was keeping up with a 5-inch racing quad. In, uh, yeah, that's a thing. But 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 uh, on straights and turns it's fine. As soon as I need to like dive, as uh, NJ was saying, it, it goes. Yeah, that's where that's where the power or the thrust yeah. starts bottoming out. So, but um, yeah. yeah, I just think it, it's great for teaching you to really smooth out your maneuvers and think about how you're going to approach something because you've got a set amount of power to work with. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know. But, but I Everyone found that I was, I was racing this on, on the high throttle all the time. That's right. probably why the motor went, gave up. So Peg now I'm building, now I'm building uh, another one. Uh, you four, wow, that's really tiny. 
problem was you bore us with that. This is 2S, and this is going to be 3S. Wow. Yeah, I've got one of those Aurora 90s, which I've, I've yet to, to finish, but it's running on 2S. Is that what your one's 2S, running yeah. on? 2S, yeah. yeah. You, you can run it on 3S. All the components allow for 3S, but you need to change the motors, otherwise they're going to... Just fry. So are those the 10,000 or the 8,000 KVs? No, the ones that I have are the 75,000. Yeah, see, I think that's, that's a better KV. I've got one that was sent to me as a bit of an earlier model. And the components that they gave me, they gave me the 10,000 KVs, which I don't think is yeah, a very good match. It's too high. So yeah, I'm expecting the, the motors to bog quite heavily. So I might strip it down to get it lighter and see if that will compensate. But um, yeah, it looks looks like a fun, fun quad. It is, it's, it's you know, we've nice. got quite a busy chat room tonight, guys. And I, I feel we haven't actually given any shout outs so far, really. But we've got our regulars of Mr. Thrust Derwin. And uh, striker FPV, we've got GMAC FPV in there who makes the funny Hitler videos and other ones about. Uh, did anyone see? And this is one of my favorite videos was the one that you did with uh, yes, the toast. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, um, stay frosty, hobo. We've got Chris in there. There's loads of people, so thank you all for tuning in. We've got Clegger, Victress. Okay, it's Jen, such a busy night. Oh, wow. I haven't even been Look what you do, Carlos! You bring everyone to the show. I know, I'm a, a big star, big star. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to have uh, people in there. But... So, have, have you still got the boost board, Carlos? Carlos, dude, uh, I do. It uh, gave out on me suddenly. No, because I, I really want one of those. They look good fun. <laughs> Carlos Knight's <laughs> nice day, isn't it? Really, <laughs> Carlos nice day. Carlos, nice that I'm, I, I think I have a bit of PewDiePie now as well, so it's like a. <laughs> You're know. absorbing all the other YouTubers out there. I'm absorbing them. <laughs> Actually, you know, there's, there's, sometimes though, I'll tell you one thing it's a style and a time for a thing. And it, it, to copy these styles and things, they work. They're formulaic of how they work. And yeah. people want to see this thing. So yeah. it's good. And how are you finding vlogging? Have you always vlogged? Because you, your older videos weren't so much vlogging. Uh, no, my older videos, well, the thing is that uh, I really just started proper YouTube, uh, a few, yeah, proper YouTube, a few months back, because, I, I, you know, uh, like, uh, I don't know, um, two months before Christmas, I would, I would say. Okay. Because before, uh, much like uh, um, Andrew was saying, you know, you don't really think about this, but when you're posting videos online, you're like, oh, you know, it's just whoever sees them, sees them. You don't really care. You just post so you can have a memory of it later on. And then you think, oh, maybe I'll post something and it'll go viral and then I'll be uh, super well known and everybody will love it. But in real life, things don't quite work that way. Uh, and even if you happen to hit a, a hit a hit, it's very hard to then repeat that formula and keep repeating that formula. So I, I actually went to a um, like a workshop, mm -hmm. and the guy that was talking was actually surprisingly good, and he taught me like he showed me this is like super obvious things that no one ever thinks about. But once you hear them, you're like, of course, I'm an idiot. Uh, but these things actually that made me change my channel into um, something a bit more serious and consistent. And yeah, that's why. The Kalito Show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not just about the show. It's you know, about being consistent and having stuff that people can watch. Hmm. 
the thing is you can actually have many YouTube channels anyway. You can have different ones you can have to start up. Because you just to let everyone know, if you want to find Carlos's videos, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash seek S W K N D uh FPV is it? Seek N D FPV? I think it'll put the chat in the, the link in the chat room actually. Yes. Um, oh it's upside down. There you go. <laughs> I see no, is it the FPV? Put the mirror. Put the mirror in the screen and it should be oh, right. fine, Yeah, there we go. I've got <laughs> there we go. So yeah, YouTube and uh, I mean, one of the other famous YouTubers we we're still trying to get on this show, and maybe one day, Tom Smith. Tom Smith. What do you say? Um, yeah, I can get him on this. He's gone from a, one that was actually very entertaining and actually should play into a lot of the, the, the camera and things, and yeah. quite funny things like holding a picnic black coop with a stick. I loved it. But he's then gone to the, the other way of just saying, I'm just flying, let the flying speak for itself, yeah. which I, I, I value as well. It must be. It's not easy to always know what the audience want, yeah. and also cater to the audience for what they want. He shouts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what when he's flying? No, when, on his vlogs, yeah. he's like, yeah, lad. I did a video, and I I, I, I went and asked him uh, on FPV stances, and it was like. Uh, and I had a friend helping me uh, recording it. It was just stupid stuff. Uh, and one of the stances was the Tom Smith stance. Uh, and it, when I say FPV stances, like you normally uh, stand up to fly or sit down or you uh, uh, crouch or whatever. So the F, the, the, Tom, uh, the Tom Smith stance was me on top of uh, it. Was, it was so dangerous. I can't tell you. I don't know how this guy flies and doesn't kill himself every single time. <laughs> it was me on top of like a um, it's like a, a children's playground. You know those things that the the, the kids climb up. This was made of yeah, jungle gym, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. standing yeah, yeah. on top of it, and I was actually flying a quad. And I was like shouting, yeah, just shouting the whole time. And it was so when I finished, I was like shit, this is. This is mental. Like I'm gonna kill myself, and it was windy as well. So, props to Tom Smith for not dying. Uh, <laughs> and I asked him, like, I do that. You fine with me posting this? And it was fine. I, I, I mean, his recent videos is uh, just is one of my favorite parts pi to watch for the another speed aspect of it all. Just amazing. Yeah. It should be more uh, crazy, like about to die videos. That uh, those really take the. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard to discover up-and-coming talent these days, though. So maybe, maybe on uh, one of your shows, you could start featuring the, the many up-and-coming names because you're obviously intermingling with all these sort of people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, not everyone wants to put themselves in front of a camera either. That's the truth, minute, or even on a show. Um, yeah, Benny especially hard to get on camera. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was annoying on races, like, dude. Shoot something with me, and he's like, uh, ignore. <laughs> I'm going. Ah, uh, so uh, NJ flying with Team Zipdududa. What's your team name then, uh, Tony? Team Fossil. Yes, but there is only actually yes, three fossil pilots now. We've borrowed someone from our fun day flying. 
Um, all our pilots are away that weekend. So, I haven't, you know, I haven't actually told NJ yet. They're actually Team Chameleon now, and three of them will be, yeah, he's got to buy a Chameleon and build it before next week. Ah. <laughs> they're good frames. They are, but they're, anyway, that's another complete other discussion, but Team Chameleon slash. Uh, Carlos, what's your team? Do you want to give any shout outs to your team or your other members? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Team K KFC. I know it is. KURC something, Team 3. The power of the chickens. I don't remember what else I wrote. I wonder if this is going to be a thing. Sounds savory. I hope Tom says the whole thing. Not Tom, uh, Dom, sorry. <laughs> is he the one commentating? He has to say the whole thing. I think, uh, well, uh, uh, he sometimes tunes in, you know. You what? You might be listening, who knows? I think, uh, Niall from Rotor Racing will be doing quite a bit of the commentating, so we'll, we'll have to get him like a whole list okay. of all the names and uh, be like, you can just imagine, yeah, go. the power of the chicken is uh, coming up. It's going to sound like a bizarre horse race, isn't it? <laughs> maybe, I have, maybe I can take like a, a chicken suit or something. Chicken suit, that's what I was thinking, that might be your inspiration <laughs> and rubber chickens and I have, stuff. Oh, I have, a, I have a McDonald's outfit. Any bit, you know, like Ronald McDonald, not not the not the like the not the workers outfit. I have like a Ronald McDonald <laughs> super creepy outfit. That sounds terrifying. Okay, <laughs> so the, the whole long team name that I've got written down <laughs> here as yeah. entered okay. is yeah. uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken KQRC Team Three. The power of the chicken makes you stronger. Be the chicken. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think that was a fair name. Fair name. So maximum number of characters. Yeah. To squeeze yeah. this into the the ten character uh, <laughs> limit, it's been squeezed down to cockadoodle. Cockadoodle. Cockadoodle oh, yeah, is the cockadoodle. That's clever. Clever. Yeah, I like that. It has the word. I, I don't wow. know if you can say it. You just need right. to wear the KFC buckets on your head. I, I wonder how many people armed with this knowledge are going to make uh, noises around you now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the KFC bucket plane that Peter Sripol made? I did actually, yeah, oh, the, yes, the, where it rotates the buckets. Yeah. I don't know if oh, I ever saw it fly. That's, that's aerodynamics. Did it fly? I think I got yeah, bored. it did. It just was very unstable and fell apart, I think. But it flew for like a good half a battery. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'll save a um, Was that a flight test or something, wasn't it? No, I think that was just Peter Streetfold's oh, yeah, own yeah. channel. Is it? Uh, uh, whatever that is now. It is just Peter Streetfold, I think. I can't keep up. I can't keep up with all these channel changes and different. I mean, they come up and recommend it even if you don't see them. But How do they... NJ, you're a successful YouTuber. Oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, what what he earns millions every month? Money showers over here. Feed the tank yeah, with my car. He checks out the car windows. He's driving along. <laughs> what uh, what um, recommendations do you have for growing channels? 
you know what? It's it's such a hard thing because YouTube. No one knows the way YouTube's <laughs> advertising algorithms and networking algorithms work and catchment areas. It's such a, a tricky thing. I think it's just having some kind of angle. Is I think that's what really worked for me in terms of kickstarting the channel. So I think the one that sort of took off. Sorry to use the pun. Is um, when I started doing my acro series, and I did one that kind of explained uh, a, a video called "Pop Drop Maneuver Catch," which was about the uh, kind of the basics of popping for the for your first roll or your first flip. And I think that one's at about you know forty five thousand views now or something. That that did really well. And then off the back of that, I started doing more of those. And then eventually, as the channel grew, I got into I got offers to send stuff for reviews. And so it was. I think it was about having that that one angle that, that's what worked for me anyway uh and then just being really really brutally honest about stuff you get for review because yep. if you say everything that's sent to you is brilliant people will soon soon start thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. they would stop respecting yeah. your opinion um yeah. so yeah I, I think that's it it's just having that angle and and a, a lot of the guys with the really successful channels they just it's just content, content. you just got to keep going because yeah. I think I'm now, I've probably been seriously doing it for about, I don't know, probably a year and a half now, uh, maybe a little less than that. And it's 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 about 104 videos, I think, now, which doesn't, I don't know if that sounds like a lot for the time, probably not. Um, but, yeah, it was just making sure the content's good and then being regular, you know, don't, don't leave people yeah. hanging for too long without something. So it's pretty boring advice, really, <laughs> for what's worked for me. From mine, because I mean, I've had quite a lot of views on mine, probably more than both of you put together, as in 1.2 million, but I've only got 700 subscribers. The one all, that video... from, all that from Naked Dancing. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should uh, tell you, there's some good moves. Anyway, no, no, but what I'm saying is the most popular ones are how to do something, how to, <laughs> problem how to do something. How to are the ones that people want to see. It's an education tool that people will think, okay, so you're like, you know, where you know how to live stream. Things like that, how to do certain things, yeah, yeah. get you more views that people will follow. Because they think, oh, there's other things that's going to come this way. Like, or if MJ's other reviews or other maneuvers. I, I think there's also, the other thing to bear in mind is is that, I mean, I don't, I, I see some YouTubers, I'm not going to name people, but there are some out there that clickbait a little bit with like oh my god such and such happened uh, on the thumbnail or you know or wow best quad ever question mark you know stuff like that where you're you're sort of clickbaiting people into something that might not actually be relevant and, and that kind of annoys me a bit it does work but it's for me I, i'm kind of trying not i don't really want to be like that for me i'm trying to stay focused on being honest and getting content that people will regularly want to come back to um but then again, you know, the allure of, of having a million patron members and, you know, lots of ad revenue from YouTube, because we we'd all love to be doing this full time. You know, if I could give up what I do and just do the channel, I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat, because it's something I love. You know, so. How to do things in the kitchen, uh, Chris, quite rightly pointed out. 1.7 million views on how to uh, fry an egg. <laughs> How to fry an egg with FPV goggles. That's, that's, all, that's all students, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's interesting. But I think, like as Carlos said, synergy. Sorry to use that uh, terrible American phrase, um, but uh, there is something for synergy as well. Just you know, 
helping each other out. You know, like when I fly with Bruno, I, I drop Bruno in there and into the video and and link link channels and try and help people out. And we all do the same to try and help grow it. I think, but that's the strength of the community, which is very unique to I think to to us as quad people. Like we're we're a unique bunch of people, and we all try and help each other out. Whereas there's lots of other hobbies where the competition causes quite nasty rivalry, but everyone just sort of gets on in our hobby, which is why I think it's for now the best. <laughs> for yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Is that a threat? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've never liked you. And that's what I want you to think, is what I meant to say. The camaraderie actually to make sure people can fly, and actually, it, it is actually still quite lucky that that exists. Yeah, it's awesome. That's what makes the events awesome as well. I think everyone just hooks up and shares the experience that we all love, and it's, it's always good fun. So oh, that's yeah. right, the next event where you'll see hopefully all of us that are on this call. I think you're the only uncertain at this moment, Henjay. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm. It's looking more certain as we go. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed. So, I, I should be there. If you haven't bought tickets and you're not turning up next week, why not? You can go over to miniairshow.co.uk and buy tickets there. Even register. I think you were saying, Andrew, for some last-minute events that are still there. Oh, yeah. Well, there's still, yeah, the one, at least one team, I think. And then, uh, yeah, it was all the freestyle, single racing, all this kind of thing. That will still be going on way, you know, way, I, way, way, way. Drag way. If you've signed up already, you should have got a pilot pack. To, uh, yeah, the pilot packs are being sent through. You can also get them on the website on the uh competitions and activities uh yeah. page there's the pilot pack for uh the rotor racing event and also the pilot pack for the freestyle is up on there as well um so that's miniashow.co.uk and then click on fly and there's competitions and activities sorry is egg and spoon going to be a thing because that was very funny last time Egg and spoon, hopefully. Um, that's just an LDO exclusive, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Ektraz was uh, kind of smashed it out of the park on the egg and spoon stuff, didn't he? Well, yeah, yeah, on the on the flips, but Tony's the veg star. Yes, he did. Uh, he did the win the race. Lap. Yes, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> One whole lap. Yeah. And a bizarre little twist. I actually got a free egg uh, chanty sandwich from that whole thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I hand delivered. It's hand delivered. Well, hand delivered, but <laughs> next time drone delivered, that's for sure. Drone delivered, yeah. Actually, we have actually delivered biscuits to Brighton Till I Fly, Jack. I don't know if he's in the chat room this week. I haven't seen him. I don't think I haven't seen him either. Might have been earlier, but um, yeah, I think we need to do so. We need to take the lead, really, at Mini Air Show to start delivering food to hungry campers that are out in the field from the scouts. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know about safety and stuff, but you need to make it happen. <laughs> I, I have a quote that does that. So, <laughs> Sorry, what's that, Carlos? I have a quote that does that. The ah, that are you going to bring it? The, the parachute. Yeah, I can. I can. There is actually, um, I mean, just so you, if you weren't aware, there is a wacky build and stuff, isn't there not? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's the wacky build and the tidy build. The, is there yeah. any small children we'll be able to carry up on a drone yet, or is that still? Uh, I'm sure we'll find some. You know, they'll be wandering through. Yeah, we'll just grab them, time to quads. I think the ships down there have had yeah. too much stress lately, so we'll we'll just go for humans. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think the I tidy build. 
the, and, the tidy builds have to be done at the very first event because the tidy builds might not all be there by the last event. Yeah, we've yeah. we've <laughs> we've said that the yeah the tidiest builds that'll be while everything is kind of getting going on the racing. So there's there's not yeah we're not having to have pieces put back together for that. And the very management, have you got any tips or like, I mean, it may be in the pilot pack or is, uh, I have to be involved yet. As, as, as everywhere, it will be 25 milliwatt race band. So don't turn on if you don't know what you're doing, make sure that you're on the right frequency. Um, quite a lot of people are getting unifies and that sort of thing. They've got the pit mode and got smart audio and stuff so they can deal with that easily but you don't need the more convenient but make sure that you can do race bands 25 milliwatts for any tramp owners of tramps and that's the ptx not any other type um are we going to be able to do the ones that they say are they going to be able to set them with a one setting i have no idea how question what... i don't know <laughs> people should but actually, it is something very stressful so it's hard to say... managing frequencies at these events, so you please be able to make sure you can change your frequencies. Also, check your fail safes well before you turn up. Um, yeah, and make so sure you've got... to check your fail safe. To check Sorry. your fail safe because this isn't always clear for people who haven't right. done it before. Uh, take your props off. Number one. Number oh. two. Turn everything on your transmitter and your, your quad. Get the motors running up. And then turn your radio off. That's and exactly if, what I was going to say. It's if exactly your motors don't turn off, don't stop immediately, then you've done something wrong and you need to fix it before you come to the event. Hundred percent concur. That is the way. And if you didn't miss, if you missed that, just watch this episode back again. This yep. The Scottish lot are only doing um, tramp BTXs. They're not allowing anything in their race this season. This. You haven't got a tramp, you're not racing. For which one, sorry? Um, Scottish the, the Nationals, Scottish I believe. Nationals. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I I think, think the Trump hopped to school. I think they're trying to make FPV races great again. <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to make it easier, I suppose. I mean, it's for the race director just to wave a wand over the court. I mean, I'd prefer it. Yeah, but I think it's it the is. guys that are running it have, have had some experience of doing it that way and it's worked really well for them. So hopefully it scales up well to having lots of people. But I guess the one thing is don't rely on somebody else being able to set it or don't rely on your radio. Make sure you can set it in the worst case scenario without its radio scripts or whatever. But yeah, make sure you can set what is there because sometimes you'll have to swap between VTXs. You may only have a five minute window. So if you need to look up codes and stuff, it's a bit too late. You need to have everything ready to change if you come to the races. But most, and, and don't just think. Uh, don't think of codes in terms of band and number. You need to know your code. Fat shark one five seven forty. Five seven forty is the number. Yeah, everyone just likes to spread that. I don't know. I need, I, yeah, I'm on five seven forty. Well, what band is it? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's the bands and numbers are they're meaningless. It's it's the actual the, what it is in megahertz. The five seven forty is the important bit. Um, uh, or whatever 
your particular lumber is because a lot of the if you, if you look at it in terms of bands a lot of these will cross over each other you know they're not all done out in a big long straight line they're all parallel to each other and they've all got set spaces between them and that's how you have to think of them so know know your number yeah well, the best thing to do is to, to print it out and just stick it to your battery box you know just so you've got it there so you can look up exactly the frequency and if you really you can't Make sure you've got someone with you that can do it for you because they were the yeah. race organizer. But... Yeah, I, I, I need to bring someone with me. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest, Tony. Thanks for being so honest. Yeah, well, dyslexia, mate, it just gets in the way. Nah, that would make explain it. Um, so if you do suffer from dyslexia, maybe also find Tony, he'll have somebody else there anyway to help you out as well. <laughs> Um, it, it should be fun, but I, I, last year there was a mix of people, and big credit to Road Racing. They, they kind of had people that obviously they know there were the new bikes by the speed they were going around, and if they missed the odd gate and stuff, they'd still count a lap. It, it wasn't quite the same, but they were making sure the pro pilots who should know what they're doing, they were much stricter on, on governing their race to make sure they're passing through gates and stuff. So. The important thing is to have fun, and there will be people that may have even never even raced before. Actually, NJ has never even raced before, so go easy on the other folks. Race Virgin, let's see what happens. He'll oh, yeah. be fine, I've seen him. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> I was I fine on Sunday, I know. It'll be the tortoise technique, I think. Keep it clean and make it round the, the track and let everyone up front crash out. <laughs> yeah, well, don't forget we've got a, a couple of solid It can happen. One, one, thing, one thing I can tell you is that when you go into a race, you race at like 30% skill, if that. Like your quad feels, <laughs> it feels like someone has like gone into your quad and changed all the settings, even if you feel like 15 minutes before. Like on the first races, it feels like, what the hell is wrong with this? I can't explain it why, I guess you're like nervous. It's probably the bad vibes. It's the bad vibes, man. They're interfering with the radio waves, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it'll be fun. It's it's hair raising, but fun, stressful, and um, I know there's a few people coming all the way down from Scotland to next week's event. There is, um, yep, definitely. So I think some of them are even in the chat. So, hello guys, looking forward to seeing you next weekend. Yeah, amazing work. That's quite the drive. Might be, I think they fly. Might be quicker to fly, actually. Ain't cheap enough now. Obviously, I, d I don't know down. the current. I've never had a problem taking batteries on planes, and even a number of batteries. I always get in touch with them first, but I guess a lot of people are having to find that out the hard way. Well, I, look, I did the whole of uh, Australia in November, and I mean the whole of Australia. We flew literally around all the main cities in Australia. Uh, and on the way out, we went through Singapore, so it was uh, four, four flights there and back, and then all the flights internally, and I had absolutely zero issue um, I just had all my batteries in one of those Maplin's cases, a clear case with each compartment, so each battery is separated from the other. The ends taped up, um, yeah, and, ends, uh, and, and I also down. printed out uh, the watt hours so I could clearly show I'm well under, and you will be even with Were you 20 well batteries. Oh yeah, well under. Um, so that's not the issue. The, in fact, the only thing I got confiscated was on the way back through Singapore, they took the electrical tape off me. Um, that was it, which was a bit bizarre, really, because I don't see how I could take take out anything on the plane with electrical tape. I might be able to repair something. It's like they probably would take zip ties off you as well. Yeah, but I mean, electrical tape is so rubbish. What can you do with that? 
Well, no, you wrap it around the thumbs in, and I'm not speaking from experience, but wrap it around. I was going to say, hey. You're just going to get it up. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, but behind your back, you can, as long as you get the thumbs together and wrap it enough, that's probably right. As long as you, what kind of advice is this? The thumbs specifically. Yeah, generally. Generally. See, that's someone before a race, yeah? Well, if, if you tie the shoelaces together, that's one thing. Come find the back, that's yeah. another thing. Flat on the face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here with an evil, sadistic bit, uh, Boston. Yeah. But, but yeah, flying with lipos, most of the time, they just don't they don't batter an eyelid, really. It's 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 not an issue whatsoever. Just, uh, as I said, on those separate compartment clear cases, and you just can take those. sensible. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Look, look like you care about showing them you're transporting them safely and there won't be any issue uh, any issue at all and confidence going through airport security if you don't look confident and sound like you you, you look more suspicious so. stop looking around and uh, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. are we going yet? are we going yet? No. some people just look shifty well because the, the the what hours though i think borderline <laughs> limit when i was taking th three five amp batteries that were um well, 5,000 milliamp hour for cell. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's all right for races and, and it's a small collection of batteries, is it not? But you can't take lots of batteries. What did you work out the limit, NJ? I can't remember what it was, but you could take, it is, you could probably get like 20, uh, 20 batteries seem to fall under the, the maximum watt hour rating of what you could take from what I remember. I mean, I, I only took about eight with me. Mm -hmm. uh, when I went out, and that was yeah, absolutely no issue. Each you could easily have taken double that, basically. Um, okay. So yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind flying somewhere, but I'm going to Spain, and they don't really like him over there anyway. So I won't get to fly in the next long haul flight. Carlos, are you going on holiday and taking a drone anywhere? Uh, no, I went to Mexico, Cancun, uh, and I took a Mavic Pro, but I didn't get to fly it much there. No? Very, no, it's very touristy and you kind of don't want to be. I actually made a video about it, which is like just because you have a drone and you go on a vacation doesn't mean that you, even if you can fly it, it doesn't mean that you should fly it. Yeah, exactly. And that's an important thing that most people just like, oh, I have it and I'm out here and I brought it all the way, so I, I need to fly. I must fly. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good, really good point. And I did when I when I uh, I actually joined the Australia FPV uh, forum just to uh, to chat with people before I took the drone out and said, look, is there any places I shouldn't? Or I said, you know, is the community there? And, uh, luckily, I ended up hooking up with uh, Paul and Thomas at B BMS Web, which was which was awesome um, and great fun. But yeah, I recently went to Morocco for a small holiday and. Although there is a scene there, I was told, told generally speaking, about well, I've read a lot of stories of stuff getting confiscated on the way in and uh, by airport security. And I read enough and did enough research to think, you know what, I just I won't do it on this occasion. So yeah, yeah do, do your research. Top pilots in there in that country. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it didn't seem like it was too friendly for for turning up with drones in that instance. So um, yeah, I guess it, yeah, do your research before you go. Definitely worth checking. Cool. Tony's looking like half asleep. You're right there, Tony. You weren't feeling very well. I feel a bit better. Too. I've had my cup of tea now, so I am tired tonight. So just as a 
we're all racing next week. This is the wow. This is weird. I, I just came to realize that we're all going to be racing. Yeah, you're not. You're, you're not my other. friends. You're not my friends next week. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we're going to have to start trash talking these other two, NJ. <laughs> I'm terrible at trash talk. Come on, give us a little. I, trash I, need some, I need some kind of long game where I can get in there. <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah, I can't trash talk Tony. He's, he's no. Have a, have, a, have a good one, pal. Maybe after <laughs> next week. Maybe after Sunday next week, you can. <laughs> yeah. you know, However, gloating, gloating once winning is a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's asking in the chat if I've polished my head. I've actually shaved it tonight, so it might look a bit polished. And my lamp's on, Neil. So, yes. Maybe we should assign a shine factor every week. Yeah. <laughs> How shiny is Tony's head? Well, I don't know. We could keep on going. We haven't gone over for a little while. We've been going for the last hour and 20 minutes, but I haven't actually. Is there any other questions in the chat room? Have you got any questions? The last chance to put them in there before we probably. Do you have any questions for Carlito? No one ever asked me. Don't they? Okay, I've got some questions for you there. Um, oh, no, no, no. Like, what's my nickname? I've, I've wondered. Yeah. What? Okay. What? What is your nickname of? I, I'm all confused. Sick and D. Oh, well, I posted in the chat earlier. Yeah, but it's actually a nickname that's, I don't know how many years, like a lot of years. A lot, a lot of years. Way before See, my, my chip like... code was my first ever internet handle back in Australia, actually. No less. Um, and that's why it's stuck. So when I registered YouTube, I got chip code stuck. Um, so it's, yeah, Sick and D, can't remember when you got it from then. Mine is from when I played Quake many, many, many years ago. And uh, I was old enough to remember Quake. Yeah, yeah I remember Quake, yeah. And, uh, we should have that music, that Quake one. Quake 1. Uh -huh. not, not, not none of the new ones. And um, Seek and Deek is like the, the shortened version of Seek and Destroy. Destroy. Yeah. It was either, either that or Doctor Doom. Uh, so I went with Seek and Destroy. <laughs> and that's what stuck now for... And that's what stuck like over, I, I can't even remember, like 20 years maybe? So... 1993 or something? Yeah. Or even, yeah. Wow. Mine was a nickname I got given to me about 20 years ago, probably. Time stuff. So I just get stuck with that. And uh, NJ, since we're all now chatting, because mine came from a comic book that was about uh, mountain biking, and Chipko is Black Sheep the group, and so that's why I chose that one. But it's actually a hippie term these days, so actually I'm really happy with what it means. It was the first tree hugging movement, and I know it's kind of my style. <laughs> <laughs> Weird how it like, later like on, not for the time I chose it. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, mine was mine was uh, just because I didn't know what on earth my YouTube channel was going to because it was so random. There was all RC stuff, and then I was doing some stuff on. Uh, if you really want to to look back further deeper into my channel, you'll see a video on op starting up the startup sequence on operation of the A10 Warthog, which I know how to start up and operate um, because I was uh, yes have a, a strong tie to aviation and and. Uh, yeah, so I just put NJ Tech because it was all kind of techy things I was into, but then uh, much to uh, my demise, I'd get 
no end of people saying, hey, man, whereabouts in New Jersey do you fly? Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I always reply, yeah, I'm nowhere near New Jersey. Yeah, bit, of, bit of a swim to come yeah. and see you, I'm afraid. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But the NJ Tech, as in New Jersey Tech, have never... They've never sent me a letter, so I think I'm all right to keep it that way for now. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, man. <laughs> yeah. Strikers um, telling us we've got to do 24 hours, so I'm going to get another cup of tea. I, I, okay, here's a plan. So, hold on. I've got an idea for that. Maybe we do it in Scotland, which would be good because then we can get more people incorporated in it. But also then you can also potentially go through in the height of June, maybe June to July, it would go all the way through. So maybe one to think about more after mini air show as we could do a let's turn out special up there. But trying to fly that 24 hours and always and stream the whole thing. That will be that will be hard. What will happen is we'll get drunk after the first hour and then it will just be somewhere. Yeah, like that. I'll be like that. No, I did I'm gone. You know that? It's 12 hours of sleep. I know. I know. There's a few, there's quite a few people that are up for that challenge. Um, I think Ectraz is up for that challenge. I'm always up for challenge, stupid challenges like that. Twenty four hours. I wouldn't want to do yeah. it on my own here. I'd have to like all come to yours, Jay, or you know, be together. I yeah, you need, to... you need people there. You need to eat the right food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlos doesn't drink coffee or caffeine. Do Carlos? Very commendable. But how would you survive overnight? Do you need uh, sleep? Cocaine. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> other other uh, amphetamines and stuff. <laughs> a little bit of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> no, well, we're standing up for that striker. I'm not even in this chat room anymore. I keep on being in and out. Have we got other questions before? Who's uh, coming up here to Scott? For the mini air show. That's well, actually, what we got an anthem. Um, a drone anthem of some kind. Well, I we saw know. one at the. Um, yeah, I was going to say we should get um, Johnny Banton to 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 take oh God, center stage and and sing something. <laughs> well, it was um, Rich last year, Richie Rich and the FBV last year. He was playing the guitar and we were singing um, uh, songs. It's on it's on one of my YouTube videos. I start singing. It's actually quite funny. It's um, where were we, Andrew? It was the uh, finals, wasn't it? Yeah, the British Championships. Yeah. Yeah, so that was fun singing that all night, but couldn't fly the next morning because I was pretty <laughs> paralytic the night before. Uh, but yeah, uh, hopefully around the campfire, Richard's going to bring his um, guitar again. So if you want to join us for a sing song, we can make a song up about that. Rich, uh, maybe you could bring your guitar as well, Wendy. I think also some so. Usually deteriorates into drum and bass. Well, not deteriorates; it, it moves on to It's going to be quite a musical night, usually on the nights, isn't it? From live, live music. Yeah, to we'll we'll have a fire. fair few speakers, I'm sure. Yeah, you'll all be my mates again in the in the evening, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Excellent. That's, that was a. Uh, and... A very good show. It's great to have you on, uh, Carlos. And proper, Thank you for having me on. Proper chat. Yeah, you'll have to come back, definitely. And we'll have to get you on a live stream next weekend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need to all do lots of live streaming, I think, next weekend. That's yeah, going to be... Yeah. I don't know what... I can't remember what the signal's like down there. You have to stand... Horrible. You have not, to however... You have to stand near the uh, left... Right-hand corner of the barn 
in the corner and you get a 4G there. Right. I know exactly where you get really from those mobile uh, cell towers, don't you? We have got well, we have yeah. got um, some fairly fancy uh, internet connection devices to get some from us. Just get a repeater stuck to a drone and get it high enough. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's something we could use the uh, DJI things for. Yeah. So you will get to hear some uh, team squawks or team pukaks from Carlo. Uh, Oh yeah! Come on, let's hear some because that's what I want to hear all weekend. KFC. <laughs> there is a game out that you can actually practice on that. Chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want perfect chicken. We want to have all the chickens flocking to Team Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> the package, whatever. <laughs> they really uh, hate me because they were like, Carlos, can you create the team? And they were like, Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next year they're gonna be <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Last chance. They're, they're kind no. of. Well, Niall, hopefully, you are reading that out. It's going to be no end of uh, fun. But thanks for coming on to the show. Thank you all to uh, Tony, Andrew for the uh, mini update show updates, and NJ, for, as always, good to have you on the shows. It's Pleasure. For listening Thank in, you. everyone. And you will find us again, same time, same place, next week. Peace. Thank you to all. Thank, Thank you. you. Very nice. Yeah, sponsor actually done by Fossil Stuff. Thank you very much for supporting our patrons. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Carlos. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, bye. 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 bye.